As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Top 5, a show where we make a list and you listen to it because everybody loves a list. This is Top 5. Hey, listen, we don't all have a lot of time on this planet. Some of us, a lot less than others. And before we go, there's probably a lot of things that we would like to accomplish. Made popular from the, uh, from the film The Bucket List, this week's Top 5, our Top 5 Bucket List Items. Top 5 Bucket List Items. So for me, it's kind of a, it's not so much something I want to do as so much I want to live to see. And if I push myself at least that far, I know I've got at least 18 more years left. My number five, watch both of my kids graduate from college. That seems pretty good, right? No, that'll be a good thing. Yeah. It's not something like, oh man, if I don't do this next month, that's it for me. At least this way I kind of build in that clock that, hey, I've got 18 years Get both of the kids out the door, get them done with college, see them start their lives, see them put me on an iceberg, float me away. Watch <laughs> Shoot both it with my the kids. flaming arrow. Yes, exactly. Well, not with the iceberg, but uh, Man, it'd be fun. Watch both my kids graduate from college is my number five bucket list. I want to just see that far. Want to get to that point. Matthew, what do you have for your number five? A massive depression. Remind me never to ever have this discussion with you again. We're ever, all going to die at some point. We no, might as well get a few things done. We might as well get a few things done. I am functionally immortal. I haven't died yet, and I don't intend to start. But hey, vanilla, what is it? Vanilla skies. We could all be put into some uh, frozen uh, chamber. Ah, spoilers. Ah, sorry. It's like the main. <laughs> but here's here's the thing. I think of a bucket list as something happy, like when Bozo on the Bozo show would play the grand prize game and you could throw a little basket into your number five bucket, my number five bucket. I work in an inbound call environment where I take calls. My coworkers try to get me to take calls when they get a Spanish speaking person. I use the translation service. And the reason why is my company does not need to be represented by someone speaking Spanish like Borat. I know I speak Spanish poorly. I understand Spanish better than I speak it. I don't speak it all that well. My accent's pretty good. But before I die, I would like to learn not Spanish, but Japanese, because my Japanese is even dicier. I know like a hundred words of Japanese, conversational babble Japanese, mostly that I learned from my college girlfriend, which means that a lot of it is not really appropriate 
in mixed company, but I would like to be able to speak and and, and understand a, a spoken conversation in Japanese before I die sometime in the year 2529, because again, functionally. I think I think learning another language would be on a lot of people's list. I think Rosetta Stone. Learn Japanese. Rosetta Stone, man. Rosetta Stone. Do they make that for Japanese? They yes, they do for almost every major and even minor languages. They have that available. And uh, my mother-in-law, who speaks uh, Thai and English, Thai is her native language. Um, right. She was using it to learn to speak Spanish and was actually picking up uh, quite a bit of it. And uh, wow. she attributed it to the Rosetta Stone. Now she's in her seventies. So, Matthew, there's uh, still hope for you. What are you implying? I'm just saying there's plenty of time for you to learn <laughs> Japanese. Okay. Rod- Rodrigo, what do you have for your number five? Uh, yes. So um, I should say uh, as a disclaimer ahead of time that uh, I, prior to the recording of the show, I didn't really have a bucket list. It's okay. I didn't really either. <laughs> Uh, I think it's a combination of uh, being relatively young um, and also that uh, and, and being relatively unambitious as well. Um, <laughs> so uh, I kind of put this together and I spent some time thinking about it. <laughs> but uh, just so you know, this is a bucket list of someone who hasn't spent a lot of time thinking about the bucket list. So my number five. Uh, is uh, I like to eat a twice baked potato because I I keep seeing I keep seeing people ordering them um, and I don't really understand what they are but I was like oh yeah I should get that next time uh, and the next time we're out at like um, at like Montana Mike's or something then they're like oh what do you want it's like I want a steak it's like oh what do you want over there I want fries and then the next person is like, oh, I like a twice baked potato with mine. And I'm like, oh, I missed my chance to order a twice baked potato. <laughs> and I don't want to throw off the waiter or waitress by being like, oh, wait, make mine a twice baked potato. No, that's that's rude. I don't want to be rude. Being a waiter is a is actually a terrible job. Um, it, it's really rough on them sometimes. And I don't want to be the guy who throws off the order. So I always just forget to do it. So number five on my bucket list, I like to try a twice baked potato. <laughs> So apparently you feel the same about twice baked potatoes that I feel about chicken fried chicken because I still don't know what really that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, though, uh, so I, I never really wrote down a bucket list. There's always been these things that I wanted to do, and I guess that's really what a bucket list Oh, we five lost. There we is, go, Zach. Oh, are, you, are we back? Yeah, yeah, you're back now. Okay, okay cool, cool. Uh, so my number five is something I've been trying to get uh, one, the courage, and two, the right moment to do, and that is skydive. I've talked about it with a lot of my friends. Uh, I know at least one guy wants to do it with me, and uh, we just haven't done it yet. Uh, but I really want to. It looks like something that is both terrifying and uh, exhilarating at the same time, like the most gnarly roller coaster in the world where my death anxiety is going off the wall. Uh, and then I hope that guy that's I'm probably strapped to pulls that, that cord when we get close to the ground and we kind of, we end up safe. Uh, but it's something I've always wanted to do. Uh, people that have done it told me it's amazing. 
I've watched a lot of GoPro videos of people skydiving. Uh, but that's my number five, skydiving. I would probably have put that on my uh, list as well, Zach, but I'm afraid of both heights and dying. So, Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean – I mean, I get it when I go on roller coasters. I'm like, oh, my God, if I fell from here, I would totally die. So but I never think that when I'm in an airplane. I always think, uh, you know, there's, there's until you're walls, falling out of an airplane walls. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then uh, now I just want to jump out of one. I've always wanted to do it. I just haven't done it yet. It's interesting. I, this is very interesting as we get into this, how the two younger people really haven't put a lot of thought into creating a bucket list, which is fine. There's nothing wrong against that uh, or nothing. I mean, I mean, there are things I think about that I want to do all the time. I just haven't written them down into a oh, list. Okay. And I think if you would, uh, like, if you're with me, all that, like, I think Aubrey could write a thing, a list of things I really want to do. Uh, we just never like this is the things I want to do before I die. There's just things like I just really want to do. Maybe it's because we're still young. We don't say we want to do it before we die. We just say these are things I want to do. Okay, I am three months younger than Stephen, and, and when they sent this, I'm like, I have no idea what is on my bucket list. So don't don't be like the two young people, and then Matthew and I are gonna die. Oh, too late. oh no, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm gonna die. No, we're the young ones, and you two are old. I I'm just get up out of this you chair. Take the teams ahead of time. Matthew. I am just comfortable Damn with it. my mortality. And uh, but yeah, you're right. You know, if someone would have said, I don't know, six months ago, Stephen, what's on your bucket list? Eh, my, the one that I already mentioned, make sure both my kids graduate from college would be the, the main one. Uh, but I got thinking and I thought, hey, you know what else I would like to do? That's on my bucket list. I'm not big on traveling to other countries. I'm not big on really going outside the United States for whatever reason, dysentery, probably. Um, but I think I would I know I would really like to travel to New Zealand so I can see where the hobbits live. Um, just from everything that we've seen in those movies, that looks like a beautiful country. And I want to go there and see it. Uh, and I want to go around it and see it and see what it's like. Um, there's just something about it. I mean, I'd love to do some international travel. I'd love to go to Egypt. I'd love to go to Rome. But I think if I had to narrow down to one place that I could go to, it would definitely be New Zealand. And that's my number four on uh, my bucket list. My number four is is slight number five, but basically has the same sort of expectations to it. And I'm going to be incredibly depressing because, hey, you know, it's top five and I'm allowed to be incredibly depressing. In the year 2006, my then 90-year-old grandmother and I had a discussion, and it is the most depressing discussion you can ever have. And the reason why is we had it at her eldest daughter's funeral. And she said to me, it is a terrible thing to outlive your children. And this is, you know, a 90-year-old woman who wasn't always in full possession of her facilities. So my number four is to see the widget grow up and also live forever as I am going to. Because a few years ago, they, you know, they did the whole baptism thing and the thing and the dip on the head. I don't, I don't know what it's all about. I just, I stay out of that side of it. But the, the, the guy who did the whole ceremony was like, imagine her as a graduating high school and imagine her dancing at her wedding and imagine her having her first child. I'm like, Jesus, that's terrifying. <laughs> but it's also something that now that she's 10 and, you know, essentially, taller than many of the full-grown women that I know and trying to be a teenager and 
you know, asking me if I will translate all of my music onto an MP3 player for her, only take out the embarrassing stuff. <laughs> you know, I, I, I really want to see her be like 50 and 60 and 135 so that I can then be 175 or however old I was when she was born, 34 or something, 34 years older than that. Just, you know, to see her grow up into a, a grown-up and be, like, awesome and successful and never have to understand the depressing thing my grandmother oh, said to me. Yeah, no, totally understand that. But I'm also curious, too, because, you know, I've basically got that on my – was my number five. Do you mm -hmm. think you have that on your list because you want to get them to that point where they're no longer reliable on, reliable on you, they don't rely on you, and – you kind of have that sense of, well, thank God I didn't fail and kill them or something like that. <laughs> no, because I didn't I screw mean, up mine, and kill them. Mine's already down two major organs at this well, point. Yeah. So, you know, and she, she inherited my feet, which God help her. That's, it's not going to do her well as a grown woman. But I think for me, it's more of a, it, when she was very small and we would have discussions and she was just like, ah, I always wanted to see what kind of person she would grow up and, and mm. turn into. And, you know, to, to see her turn into a, a successful and non-obnoxious, terrible person would be great. And, you know, if not, I, I can always quote the Bill Cosby. I brought her in the world. I take her out. But that's not true either. I don't think I've ever even spanked the child. So, But my number four is to see the widget grow up to be hopefully a successful cyborg grown up, uh, maybe with a, a rope and Chris at this point would be cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Rodrigo. All right. Uh, so my number four, uh, I think, you know, when you start thinking about your bucket list and, and kind of what it implies, you start thinking about um, potentially what you are going to leave behind, what your legacy is going to be. Uh, so, all right. Uh, my number four would be, I would like to teach uh, a dog to drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like when you think about what do you want to be remembered for, uh, if, you know, as 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 the human race continues without you, I just think you know they think like, oh, that was Rodrigo. He he taught that dog how to drive, and I mean like really teach it how to drive. You know, like look look both ways and like uh, you know be mindful of like traffic laws. I mean, it's a it's a tall order, but you know it's the sort of thing that I'd like to do before I leave this earth. Fascinating. That's amazing. Man. <laughs> Can I change my number four? <laughs> as long as you change it to eating a twice-baked potato. No. Okay. Done that. All right. Zach, what, do you, what have you got for uh, us? Uh, so, uh, Stephen has said something about uh, his children. Matthew has said something about his child. I guess uh, my number four on my list is actually to have a child. Oh, I thought that I thought that that was forbidden already. That you weren't allowed to procreate. Uh, no. Oh. My my mom told me not to in high school, but I guess I'm I'm allowed to now. <laughs> well, I think you personally have the child. There's probably going to be some sort of medical. True, true, true. I would like uh <laughs> to have a child of my own, um, to bring life. <laughs> you know, I just want a kid. I guess. Uh, I'm not. I don't want it now. Uh, you know, I just got married. Have you, have you talked I, to Melody about this? I, who? Your wife. You mean Aubrey? Yeah. 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 No, she wants a kid. Uh, when Six months ago. She's, she, she, yeah, yes. pretty much. 
she she told me that she's now in like whenever I'm ready, she she was she's gonna stop bugging me about it. She's whenever I'm ready, then uh, then we can do that. But you know, we just got married a little bit ago. Uh, I'm happy uh, how things are now, and uh, but eventually I will want a kid. I think it'll be really fun. Uh, it's terrifying at parts, but sometimes yeah, it, it sounds sounds uh, pretty fun. Uh, like when they're not really small and crapping themselves all the time and like wake you up. About three. (laughs) Three years old is when they really become cool. Yep. That's what I'm really looking forward to. Uh, uh, But, you know, it's in in the future. Uh, I mean, I I think. No. So, uh, that's my number four. Have a kid someday, but not today. That one I'm not so keen is uh, finishing as soon as possible. Okay. Um, so a few, I don't know. Some, oh man, it was a couple of months ago. Mason turned seven, had a birthday party. He wanted a skateboard because he wanted to learn how to skate. So we got him a nice. skateboard. And I remember one day while trying to teach him how to skateboard, I told him, son, when my grandfather was my age, he also tried to get on the skateboard and he ended up breaking both of his shoulders. <laughs> oh my. 30 seconds later, guess who's on the pavement? <laughs> and even today, months later, I still, my finger is still uh, terribly bothering me. Now, I didn't break my, my shoulders uh, like my grandfather did. Um, but it made me realize that in my entire life, I've had really good balance where if you tried to push me over, if I'm running and I slip, uh, I always catch myself and I'm able to just proceed and go on. I mean, uh, when I was in high school running cross country, people were always like, man, when we're running the slippery tracks, uh, you slip, but you never fall down. But you put a pair of wheels under my feet, and <laughs> I cannot stand up to save my life. I've tried skating multiple times. I've tried skateboard. I've tried traditional four-wheel skates. I've tried inline skates. I've tried everything. I can't skate. And before I die, I would like to learn to skate without falling and breaking something. So that's number three on my bucket list. Cool, cool. Mr. Matthew. Do you know how to skate, Matthew? Do you know how to skate? I do. Do you? Okay. But I have a trick knee, and I have feet that point outward. Ooh. And I have an awful lot more mass above those knees and feet than I do the last time I actually skated. Oh, okay. Well, you take your daughter to the skating parties. Do you go out and skate? No. Okay. That's that's like exercise, dude. Okay. All Unless right. I have size fourteen feet, it's a it's a it's a whole schmageggy to get the whole thing together. All right. But I was just curious if you knew how to skate. Yeah, the, I'm, I think I'm the pretty last sure time I went. I'm pretty sure Zach knows how to do it because he said it before that he yeah, knows how to I've skateboard. skateboarded and stuff. What about you, Rodrigo? Well, you do you know, know how I'm, to skate? I know like. Um, I know the basics of how to skate. Um, because I did it when I was little, Yeah. but no, I don't know how to skate and I, I don't know how to skateboard and I actually don't know how to ride a bike. Really? Yeah. We have cars for that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Matthew, what do you got on your number I've three? I've actually been thinking about buying a bike. And Ooh, we saw skates- one. We saw one at Walmart the other day. That is perfect for you, Matthew. I will send you a picture right now. I sent it to Zach already cause I knew Zach <laughs> was into bikes. So I will send this to you, but I found a bike that's perfect right. for you. But my number three could involve a bike. It could involve skates. It could involve golf balls or, um, I don't know, 
across the country. My number three, I want to set a Guinness World Record, preferably a stupid one. <laughs> because when I was a kid, every year the Guinness Book of World Records would come out and you'd see these records of like stacking golf balls or, you know, swallowing swords or one guy who ate a bicycle. Uh, they've retired, ate a bicycle thing, sadly. But I really want to do something stupid but momentous. And I think that that really kind of describes how I go about my whole life. But wouldn't it be great to be like the Guinness World Record holder for slapping Stephen in the face with a cod or, you know, th <laughs> throwing boats over a hedge? I don't know. Just something really ridiculous that I am number one in the world at. Uh, I don't know, repeating the alphabet backwards. I know there was one for a guy who uh, ran five miles while flipping a pancake. Awesome. I can't run and I can't flip a pancake. But theoretically, <laughs> you know, something like that would be awesome. Maybe I could be like, you know, tallest dwarf or I don't know, something really. I don't want to be like. The, you know the, the guys who rode around on the mini bikes because they weighed 1,100 pounds apiece? I yeah. don't necessarily want to break that kind of stupid you, world. You don't want to record. break the one about the uh, had to be buried in a piano box? You know that yeah, I one? Don't, I don't want to okay. do that. Thanks for bringing me down against you. <laughs> first, uh, first you made me confront my mortality, and then you mock me. I'm not mocking you. You mock me openly. I'm saying you don't want to be oh, that guy. Here you See, I'm being supportive of you. No, I'm saying that's not the that's not the world record you want to break. Works. Yeah, that's not how any of this works. I hope you but don't. I hope you don't get the the Guinness World Record for having to be buried in piano box. Thank you. See, support. Also, why would you imply that I could? <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. Done? I also hope you're not the man with the longest fingers nails. Oh, that would be a cool one. No, it wouldn't. It's guy, disgusting oh, and creepy. He held his hand over his head for 35 years until his shoulder just basically froze, and he was like a human lamp. That would be kind of terrible. That may have been uh, actually an urban legend. I don't know. But someday, you know, it would be great to have, like, Jack Palance explaining how one day yeah, except, uh, he decided. What? Jack, Jack Palance did confront his own mortality already. Believe it what? or not, you are so depressing. Sorry, like, I'm sure he had a bucket depressed. list. I'm sure he had a bucket list too. I'm a bucket your list. My <laughs> number three on my my bozo's grand prize game <laughs> set a preferably stupid world record. So like uh, just to apologize, uh, oh go ahead. I was going to say just to apologize, everyone. Uh, we recorded this a couple of weeks ago when I was really, really sick, and I didn't want to contaminate everyone. So that is why the audio quality is not as good as it normally is. So I apologize for that. Rodrigo, please sure. go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I think the easiest way to uh, break a world record is to like combine a series of normally unrelated things that nobody's going to think of. So you're like you run a hundred yard dash and then fish. Yeah, yeah, or like. <laughs> Or like uh, slam dunking the most papayas while wearing a top hat. Right. It's like 
you know, it's like who else is like nobody's going to accidentally break it, right? Yeah, right. Or like who can who can putt a a, a a birdie with the longest golf club or some stupid stuff right. like that? That'd be awesome. That would be cool, you know. Or who can uh, kiss Jennifer Lawrence on the cheek the most times without getting arrested? <laughs> See, no, this would shouldn't be... try that one. What? No, no. I, my guess she's is she's single I'm... now. She just broke up with the guy from Bush or whoever oh, she boy. was dating. The guy from Bush. <laughs> what? Okay, the guy from Bush married one blonde actress, and the guy from Coldplay dated another one. Who's the guy from Bush married to? Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani. Yes. And then who was Gwyneth Paltrow married to? Chris Martin. See? From Coldplay, right? No, from the other yes. one. Yes. No, Coldplay. <laughs> and then... <laughs> okay. Let's get to Rodrigo's number three. The thing about uh, when you contemplate your uh, the potential end of your life is uh, where do I belong and uh, did I make an impact in society uh, in any sort of way and which what part of society did I make an impact on, which is why uh, my number three is that uh, I would like to be uh, accepted into a troop of gorillas. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? Things keep going the way they're going. We might be in uh, Planet of the Apes territory before you know it. I would like to become their friend and then eventually part of the family and like go go with them on excursions and, and find food and take care of the young because they're very communal. They're very communal and and, and uh, like if another troop of gorillas shows up, like jump up and down with them and scare them. You want to? That'll be great. Admit it. You I just want to be able to fling your poo. Uh, actually, gorillas don't do that. No. Um, gorillas are very clean, um, and I think that uh, I, you know, with some work, maybe some coaching from somebody who's done it before, uh, I think they would be very accepting uh, of me because I've always thought to myself, you know what, gorillas are pretty chill. I think they like me. Uh, so my number three, uh, be accepted into a troop of gorillas at some point, at some point before I die. Okay. About 30 seconds before you die, probably. Yeah, uh, probably. We, we accept <laughs> you as one of your own and then they rip your face off. Yeah, uh, I just saved that one for last. There you go. Zach. Uh, so my number three uh, is probably less exciting than Rodrigo's. Uh, but it really came uh, into mind over the weekend, and Aubrey and I are watching a documentary, and uh, um, oh, it, was, it was over Saturday Night Live, and we realized um, I we would really like to go see a taping of Saturday Saturday Night Live. We even decided we would probably uh, wait the sometimes twenty four hours people stand outside to get into a taping. Uh, it, this also goes into, I've always wanted to go to New York city. I think it looks like a really cool place that I, I, I could potentially enjoy very much. And, uh, how better to spend my time in the big apple than standing in front of uh, 30 rock waiting to get into a taping of Saturday night live. Very cool. So there you go. That's my number three. And you know, uh, with the way this season's going, you probably don't have to stand outside for 24 hours. 
No, this season has been. The season has not not been that bad. It's been an interesting season. Uh, But this last episode was good. I I don't know what the ratings are with it. I'm probably sure it's probably pretty high with Prince being on there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a rebuilding year. Rebuilding years. Yes. And and there's been some. There has been. There's been some odd sketches. There's been some really good stuff. But yeah, and that that uh, Taylor Swift sketch this week was a scream. Yes, that that that, that was good. That a lot of good, good stuff. All right, we're into our number twos. Is that where we're at? Number two. Yep. All right, my number two. I want to compete in a triathlon. Now, before you laugh, okay. Before you ah, laugh, ah. um, between the years of two thousand and I should say two thousand and one and two thousand and four. I was almost there. And I'm not saying I want to do an Ironman. I, w- I don't want to do an official Ironman triathlon. Sometimes a little mini triathlon where it's maybe half half that. But essentially a triathlon where you swim, Ride run, bike and bike. Serves. Yeah. Um, so uh, years ago, when I first moved to Hayes, um, I got in a routine where I would routinely bike 24 miles a day. Uh, I would then get on the treadmill and run about two miles. And then every other day I swam a mile uh, all together. So in like every Friday, I would essentially do a mini triathlon. I'd bike for 24 miles, run for two miles, and then swim for a mile um, every Friday. And if I would have just been able to push that a little harder and train a little harder, I think I probably would have been ready within the year to do uh, some kind of longer triathlon. Always regret it. Trying to get back into shape now. Uh, but maybe a triathlon will be in my in my future. So that's my number two. That'd be really cool. Yeah, it would be. Cool. Um, Matthew, you, you are up for number two. Yeah, I wouldn't do a triathlon if you paid me. And the reason why is I, well, first of all, I don't run. If I do run, I'm being chased by something that's probably going to kill us all, and you're going to want to run with me. But more importantly, my aspirations have always been more internalized and, and mentally focused than any type of physicality. I mean, you don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not saying that I wouldn't like to be, you know, super toned John Cena guy. But my number two, what I'd really love to do is write a successful book. And I don't know whether it be fiction or nonfiction or, I don't know, the history of the Legion of Superheroes in the Eastern countries or just something ridiculous where maybe I, you know, make up my own Guinness Book of World Records. I don't know. But I'd really like to be somebody who creates content that people go, hey, that's pretty cool. Maybe have creepy stalkers after me, women flashing me and asking me to, you know, sign their body parts. I don't know. You know, these are the things that are still up in the air, which is why it's on the bucket list. But I, I writing some sort of book to where, you know, I could sit and on a panel and Stephen King would be there and, and I, I would be like an author with Stephen King, even though he's written like 50 critillion bestsellers and makes more money sitting there breaking wind than I'll ever see in my lifetime. It would be nice. Um, and of course, you know, one of one of the guys that I follow around on the internet, who's a really awesome guy, just published his book, and I'm like, oh man, he published his book before me, now I'm pissed. But yeah, my, my number two would be to write some sort of book to you know make use of the interesting word usements what I structure in a way that might entertain a readers. 
Excellent. Well, good luck with that, Matthew. The key to doing that, to getting your book published, write every day. I do write every day. There you go. Well, keep keep writing. Keep working at it. Like, You'll get like there. Like today, I wrote... <laughs> Rodrigo, what do you have for your number two? Uh, my number two is also kind of uh, similar to Matthew's in that uh, it does have a very like public aspect and like a, a public recognition aspect. And I think that was kind of what Matthew's getting at. It's not... And just a successful book, but also enjoyed like the fame that comes from it, which I think is perfectly reasonable. Um, so uh, my number two is I would like to be cast as the voice of a robot in a movie, <laughs> which I think I could do very well um, in in a in a variety of ways, especially if what they need is a a, a dry tone that doesn't have a lot of emotion. Um, I think I already do that pretty well. But, you know, I'd be up for some coaching if they wanted, like, a robot with an accent. There's a few accents I can do. Um, if they wanted a robot that does a really bad Barack Obama impression, I could do that. <laughs> you um, do that. <laughs> I definitely do that. So, yeah, my number two, uh, I, I guess the, the, the collective thing of uh, being cast as a robot in a movie and also enjoy just, like, the fame and fortune that would come from it. <laughs> there you go. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, good luck to that, uh, Rodrigo. Thanks. Uh, Zach. My number two is, uh, I, I mean, I, I could have done an entire uh, top five bucket list items that were all just traveling-oriented uh, and all just outside of the United States. So I just decided to put them all in one and say, my number two is fill up my passport. Uh, I don't have any stamps in it right now because apparently you don't really need to get stamped when you just go on a cruise that stops by in Mexico, which was really disappointing. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I would love to go back to Mexico again. I really want to go to Europe. Uh, there's a lot of cool things that are in there. I know a lot of people. Aubrey's been to Portugal. Uh, a lot of good friends that I have have been uh, to like Rome and stuff. Looks like a wonderful place. Uh, you said Egypt early, uh, earlier, Stephen. Yep. I would like, like freak out if I got to see the pyramids. That would just like be like, what the frick are these things? And then uh, parts of Asia. I mean, I really want to go to uh, in Japan, uh, India. Uh, mainly because I can eat all their food and there's a lot of cool stuff and it's just like not America. I mean, I grew up for the better part of my life in a very small town in Western Kansas. And uh, there are people there that I would talk to that have no interests ever of, you know, like leaving the United States. Like, it's like, well, why would we ever do that? I'm like, well, because like it's there and, it's like not here and it's something cool and different and you get to learn something, experience something different. They're like, no, just stay here. It just blows my mind. Like I can't understand it. And, uh, I would love to go overseas. Uh, and I actually, uh, I, I would like to live out of America for like six months to a year, maybe just to see what that's like. I don't know. That's my number two. Fill Excellent. Up my passport. Excellent. Well, that's a good number two. Um, so that means that we're up to our number ones. Now, I work for a site called Majorspoilers.com, a site that is a, um, what is it, a mid-sized uh, internet monster that is, uh, <laughs> what is it, a mid-sized internet monster that's warm and cuddly? 
Warm and yeah, Cuddly. Yeah, Okay, all right. Um, I don't know. I think it wears a name tag that says major spoilers. We know that you love comics, and, and we do too. Um, but I get to go to a few comic book conventions here and there. Uh, not as many as I want. But I think I would like to, in one season, in one year, attend every major comic book convention that's out there. That includes San Diego Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con, Chicago Comic-Con, um, Salt Lake Gen Con, Salt Lake Comic-Con. Yeah, if, it's got a commie, if it's got a Comic-Con in it, or a comic book convention in it, or a Kamikaze in it, uh, I would like to attend it all in one year and be that busy. I'll have two Kamikaze during the uh, Yes. I would like to attend every major comic book convention in one year. Um, that includes some of the wizard ones, too. So uh, that would keep me very busy. There seems to be about one comic book convention every weekend of an entire year. Uh, but I think it'd be interesting to to do that circuit and uh, kind of experience what some of our, our colleagues and some of our favorite writers and artists experience on a very, very regular basis. So my number one, comic book conventions... Matthew. Hello, my name is Matthew. I've decided to be English for the rest of the show, simply because it was on my list. There, there were a few that didn't make my, my list, and my number one actually changed a number of times. Um, at one point, my number one was to be the all-being master of time, space, and dimension, but it didn't really seem feasible. And my initial answer of, I totally want a threesome, got me punched in the arm. I literally have a bruise for my wife the size of a chicken. So don't make that joke to your wife, ladies and gentlemen, even in jest. But most importantly, my number one needed to be something that I felt was important but achievable. And in the year 2003, I don't know if you guys remember 2003. That clearly probably doesn't. He was eight. But in the year 2003, there was this big thing that happened, and everybody in the world was suddenly on Weight Watchers. And my wife was on the Weight Watchers, and she was watching her weight with the, with the flippies and the dippies and the points. And I accidentally got on the Weight Watchers with her, and I found that this kind of worked. And at one point, I was down 100 pounds from where, I, where my weight usually sits. Nice. Yeah, and, and of course, that's all back now. But the fact remains that in the year 2003, kind of paying attention to it, I was able to successfully lose 100 pounds. So my number one is to weigh less than 200 pounds as an adult, something I have never done since high school. And at this point, it would be a loss of approximately 40% of my body mass, but it's totally doable. And, you know, when we're talking about our bucket list and how Stephen thinks we're all going to die tomorrow. Oh, I didn't say tomorrow. Um, I just said we're all going to die. Omaha, because you could die tomorrow. <laughs> um, I think it's something that I may actually embark upon going into the end of 2014. Because, you know, worst case scenario, I get through the holidays without exploding. So, yeah, I think that my number one is something that I'm actually going to, especially if, you know, if at this point you, you probably heard the, res, the response to the midterm elections that I've been a little bit verklempt about. But, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to control things that I can. And thus, my number one, to weigh less than 200 pounds as I an will, adult. I will tell you my secret to weight loss, Matthew, after the show. What is your secret? It's a secret. Loss? I don't want to spread it out to everybody. <laughs> but, now listen. Does it, does it I involve guarantee gorilla you. packs? 
and no. or dogs driving cars. But I guarantee you, you will lose weight. I promise you that. Uh, but I'll tell you that after the show. But right now we need to get to Rodrigo's number one. Yes, my number one. Uh, my number one, I mean, it's not really like a big transcendent thing. Uh, but it's the sort of thing where like, kind of like my number five, I see people order twice baked potatoes. And I was like, you know what? I like to do that. Um, and although I've mostly seen this done in fiction, I think it's it's doable. Uh, so my number one is to uh, ask two girls out on the same night and then have them be at adjacent restaurants. And then I run like back and forth and I'm having <laughs> the date simultaneously with both of them. But both of the restaurants have like really different ambiances. So I have to like keep changing clothes. Um <laughs> So like one of them is like this like really hip bar, and then like the other one is like this really fancy sit downy place. So I have to like keep switching like my jackets and stuff. And like at one point I run in and like I forgot to change my like uh, suit jacket out from the other one, but I have my t-shirt on and she's like, "Oh, that's cool. I didn't see you bring that suit jacket." And I'm like, "Oh yeah," and I have to play it off. And then at the end they both catch me and they yell at me. <laughs> Excellent. Number one thing that I would like to do before I <laughs> is, is live out an episode of Family Matters. Absolutely. 100%. Or Three's Company. Yeah. Or, or, uh, or, or any sitcom ever. Yes, yes. exactly. Perfect Strangers. Yeah, that says uh, Rodrigo in Three's Company. I'd watch that. Yeah. All right, Zach, uh, what you got All for right. us to wrap whenever, it up? I don't, think you can, I don't think you can beat anything on yeah. Rodrigo's list. Uh, <laughs> probably not. But this is my number one. And it it for realsies is my number five was skydiving my number one takes it up a notch it's something that i've dreamed about that now i think is possible before i die i think it'll happen uh i think there'll be setbacks along the way we saw a couple of tragic events last week that uh kind of hurt the space uh programs of different uh businesses but my number one is to experience zero gravity. I think before I die, it might be possible if I live for another, I don't know, like 50 years. I, oh, think, I think it'll it be sooner happen. than that. I, so I'm thinking, I think, but I think uh, it'll be within a price range. Oh, that I that's could the justify key right there. That's there the thing. Go. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, you, I could pay a, a crap ton of money if I won the lottery and I could get it probably the next decade. But uh, I think for the... it to be... I think Virgin Galactic, what is it, $50,000? Oh, I have no idea. I think that's what it is, $50,000. Uh, it's a lot. And I know um, with SpaceX's new contracts, they're going to be like doing a seat on their things when they go up to the uh, International Space Station to do deliveries for like a civilian-type person. Uh, but I, I'm holding out faith. And I would actually even take one of those zero-gravity planes that just use those uh, oh, the crazy Comet? parabolas uh things and they're like up and down up and down and you get to simulate it inside one of those plane cabins uh i would totally even just take that but uh, my matthew and i could matthew and i could put you in one of those uh tarps and fling you up into the air and you'd experience zero <laughs> gravity right about the peak of your arc uh-huh and then you'd have a little bit of experience there well sure i mean I, when i was young when i would jump on a trampoline and i would i feel like i would just hang in the air just a little bit longer for this one jump I theorized that there were little pockets of uh, of no gravity in the air that I would just I would hit every once in a while when I was jumping on a trampoline. It just made me float a little bit longer. 
Uh, I don't think that's the real case. <laughs> I don't think that's real. I don't, I'm pretty that's sure thought. that's not scientifically, that's not no. scientifically accurate, but no. judging from my list, I have zero room to talk. <laughs> I was <gonna> say. <laughs> but uh, I am holding out faith that one day I will experience zero gravity and it will just be mind-shatteringly awesome. Excellent. All right, Zach. Thank you for that. Rodrigo, thank you for, for that. And Matthew, thank you for, for your list. Listeners, you've heard our top five bucket list items. This was a suggestion by one of our listeners. Maybe they know something about us uh, that we don't, Matthew. And if you have a suggestion that is not incredibly depressing, for the love of all that is <laughs> holy, send it to us. Yep, podcast at Majorspoilers.com. I love uh, getting those emails every week. People send them in saying, hey, I've got a suggestion for top five. Hey, have you thought about this for top five? Uh, we love uh, we love reading those emails. What we love even more is uh, heading over to the podcast posting page for top five and seeing all of your comments where you put in your top five bucket list items. That's what we want you to do. Majorspoilers.com. Look for the uh, for this particular listing and then share your thoughts. Why? Because everybody loves a list. We will talk with you next time. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas for future shows, or would like to sponsor a show, send an email to podcast at Majorspoilers.com. Visit Majorspoilers at Majorspoilers.com and be sure to check out the Major Spoilers Forum. You can also follow Major Spoilers on Twitter at twitter.com slash Majorspoilers. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.